0: Joining us here at All Nations, we are a church in love with Jesus, with a passion for you. Our mission is to bring those who are lost into a life fully devoted to Jesus. If you want to learn more about us as a church and what we do, you can visit us online at allnationswestend.com. Join us today as we hear from our senior pastor, Alex Glukidis. Let's just pray. Let's commit everything to the Lord, Father God. We truly thank Father God. We truly thank you for everything you've done and continue to do in our lives, Father God. We thank you for this little ministry here in West End, Father God. I pray tonight, Lord God, that you bind every hindering spirit, Lord God, every, every oppression, every spirit that is not from you, Father God, that you cast that out of our mind, Father God. For here in this place, your Holy Spirit dwells, Father God, and you want your people delivered and set free, Father God. I pray tonight, Lord God, touch your people, Lord God. Let there be a mighty outpour of your Holy Spirit, Father God, to renew our minds and our hearts, Father God, that we walk in the fullness and the abundance of Christ Jesus with your joy and your peace, Father God, upon our lives. Father God, bless your word, Father God, and open our hearts and minds to receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, and we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Good, good evening, everyone. I'm going to ask you a question. How is everyone feeling? We're okay? Some are good, some are better, blessed. You know, something I want to share is sometimes it's not how we feel. You know, because sometimes I'll be honest, let's be honest, in this flesh, you won't feel 100% sometimes. But thank God that we don't go by feelings, we don't even go by emotions, we go by faith. In Jesus Christ, you know, we sang a song just before. Um, I set my mind on Calvary tonight, church. That's the question where do we truly set our mind? Because the battlefield is here, it's in the mind. Everything we see, everything we do goes through the mind. You know, you go out, you start your week, you, you, you see people, you talk to people, and I'll tell you. If it's not truth, and if the enemy is behind it, it will affect you if you t- take a stand and rebuke a thought, a feeling that will come to your mind that is not truth. Amen? Because uh, the times we live, there's so much oppression on people today, even people of God. The enemy is doing such a good job in oppressing people, and I want tonight to declare and to make known to the principalities of power and powers that Christ is the Lord of our minds. Hallelujah. That we shall not let or allow anything that is not truth and it's not from Christ to come and make its nest in our mind. And as we read some verses tonight, I'm going to pray and we're going to believe tonight the Holy Spirit to deliver us from any stronghold. Or any mindset that is not truth and is not from Christ. Let's turn to the first verse I want to share is 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Like I said, the first thing is we've got to have the truth. It says in, in 2 Corinthians ch- uh, chapter, uh, 4, verse 3, But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing whose minds, ready, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Now, that verse that we're reading itself tells us that the gospel is well to who? To the minds of of those that the God of this age which the God of this age we all know is the devil. And the devil uses whatever you want, any anything to make an idol in your mind. It could be money. You say you don't believe in God, you don't believe in the devil. Well, you're already serving the devil if your idol is money. Because the word of God says you cannot serve Christ and mammoth. So the the devil's doing a good job in what? Holding the minds of the people, blinding the minds. That's why it says, Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. But tonight, praise the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ has shone in our lives. Amen. And is bringing us to their understanding that we are the people, the sons and the daughters of the Most High God, and that anything, ready, anything that is not truth, anything that is not from Christ, we must bring it under submission and cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? Now, you might say to me, I follow Christ and I'm a good person, but I'm going to ask you this, where is your mind? We all say, yeah, we're Christians, we believe. But from the day you get up, the morning you get up, till you go to bed, where has your mind been on? And I want to tell you, yes, we will work, we have to do this, we've got to take our children to school, and the rest goes on. But when the enemy comes, where is your mind? Let's first read um, Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 9. Romans chapter 8, verse 5 and 9. It says this. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnal, ready? Carnal-minded is what? Death. But to be spiritual-minded is what? Life and peace. Stop there, Harry. I want to repeat that. For to be carnal-minded is death. But to be spiritual-minded is life and peace. We're going to get into that because we need the peace today. Amen? Let's go on. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit, if indeed the Spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he is not his. Tonight, church, I want to make clear, first of all, to the principalities of power, that we are led by the Spirit of God. Every believer, every person here tonight, that truly, one day in their life said, I want Christ as my Lord and Savior. You've opened your heart for the Holy Spirit to come to work. Now, the enemy will try now to steal that thought and the decision you made many years ago and telling you all the lies and all the, deceit, the deceits. But when you start to set your heart, your mind, where? On the things of God. You will get a breakthrough. What do I mean? Turn with me first to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Pastor Ross quotes that because he His mind was renewed when he came to Christ. Is that right, Pastor Ross? Amen. Amen. Let's read Romans 12.1. It says this, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world. Here we go again. Remember what we read before? The carnal mind is enmity against God. It says the carnal mind cannot please God. It says here, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the first thing we see when we come to the understanding to the gospel of Christ is what's the first thing that starts to be renewed? Our mind. See, the spirit is saved, but the mind is still in this flesh. The mind thinks maybe it's still the same, but this is where we got to train and we got to apply, ready, the Word of God in our mind. This is where the Spirit of God must take control, ready, of the mind, not us. And I'll read some more verses to to give you a greater, a better understanding. In Ephesians 4. 22 to 24. It says, oh, Harry, can we also read 21? I just feel that we should, from 21. A step up. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in where? Jesus. The truth is in Jesus now, right? Then it goes on, that you put off, concerning your former conduct the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lust and that and be renewed in the spirit of your mind church listen to this it's very interesting very powerful first the truth is only found in christ you're not going to find truth anywhere else and in the world that we live as we face day to day we go to work we face people most of the people today are driven by evil spirits. You might say, oh, how do you know that? L- look at the world we live. Straight away you hear people. There's, there's anger, there's bitterness and unforgiveness, and that, re- that results to the words that come out of their mouth because if Christ is there, you know the first thing that will come out is compassion and love, and we'll be praying for one another. We'll be praying for those that hurt us. But if Christ is not there, the first thing that you see from the world is bitterness, unforgiveness, revenge, jealousy, hatred, and the list goes on. But once we as Christians have come to Christ, this church, the mind, must and I'll repeat, must be renewed once a week. No, every day, not once a day, but every second of the day, hallelujah. Why? Because it's so easy to get into the carnal nature. It's so easy for the mind to go in the flesh. Why? Because we're living in the flesh. And it's easy to get angry. It's easy to do the wrong thing. And the enemy will come and say, oh, he's done you wrong you know what to do, sort him out. But if you don't bring that mind into submission and say, no, devil, that's the old nature, that's the old man, the new man is in Christ Jesus, full of compassion, full of love and full of mercy to reach the lost and save them. Hallelujah. So we need to what? Be renewed in the spirit of our mind. We that have accepted Christ, turn with me to Colossians 3, 1 to 6, we'll read. It says, ready church, if then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting, at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on the things of the earth. Stop there for a second, Harry. What is the Lord saying? What's his scripture telling us? It's telling us if we have believed in Christ, we were raised, we've, we've buried the old man and we've raised with Christ. Oh, we're saved now. Good, let's go back into the same thing. No, it's saying, now set this, the mind on the things above where? This is ready for this. Uh, the one before where Christ was seated. Where's Christ seated? It says on the right hand of the Father. What's on the right hand of the Father? Ready? It's authority. Christ is seated right in the authority of God that he said to set your mind there that now you and me, because it says in Ephesians, he seated us up with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Why? Because you have the authority ready. When the enemy comes in your mind, you bring that word, bring that even the action, cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't let that word, that thought, that feeling that the enemy brings, oh, I can't overcome this. Because I want to tell you, you can overcome it and bind that devil that is oppressing you in the name of Jesus Christ. See, church, it says, uh, verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. That's why I'm telling you, where do you set your mind most of the time? Let me, Let me just maybe refresh our memories, you know. It could be, oh, I can't wait for my holiday. I've got to get my holiday. So I'm working hard. My mind's 24-7 on the holiday. If the holiday doesn't happen because of th- something, you know what's going to happen? We go downhill because our mind is not on Christ. If it doesn't happen, you, know, you say, thank you, Jesus, you've got a better holiday for me somewhere else. But see, we set our mind so much on the world, like, you get married, we work hard, we're going to buy a first house. The first house doesn't come because the mortgage has gone high, the... The houses have gone expensive. We don't get the first house. What happens? Husband and wife start fighting. You need to get another job. This is not good. Why? Because your mind is set on the world. But I tell you, when you set your mind on the things above, you don't have to even chase these things. These things will chase you. Hallelujah. Amen? So we've got to be very careful. We are not, we live in the world, but we are not of the world any longer. We are born of the Spirit of God. And it says, um, and just read, we'll keep reading further down. For you died and your life is hidden uh, with, with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our, our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience. See, church, what is this scripture telling us? It's saying us, we are, we are the sons and the daughters of God. We've accepted Christ. We are risen with Christ. Now, it's telling us, be careful. Don't set this, your mind, of the things of the world like the world does. Because if you set your mind on the things of the world, the enemy will come in and will, and will steal from you. It will steal your joy. It will steal your peace. Why? Because the things that you want, sometimes you don't get. But the world promises, yes, if you work hard, you do this and you do that, you get all these things. But what happens if we don't get them? That is why so many people today are on antidepressants because they're looking on the inside of what I want. They're not looking to Christ. They're not focused on what Christ has done. They're not setting their mind on Calvary. They're not setting their mind on the victory. They're not setting their mind on what Christ has given us Really they're setting on their mind on the now, what can I obtain? what can I get? what can I have? And if you don't get it, you' would all down in the dust, but I want to tell you we have a God who loves us, He's a God who's given us all things and he's with us with his holy Spirit to overcome every oppression of the devil that comes to our mind in Jesus name. <laughs> hallelujah. Now, you know I say, focus on Christ. Because God has given us the weapons to fight the enemy. In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, and I'll read, we read from 3 and 5. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. So we don't go out, get knives, guns, and try and beat people up and you know, sort them out. No. Because they've done the wrong thing. Next one. For the weapons, ready, of our warfare are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, hallelujah. And it goes on, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, hallelujah. See, church, listen to this. Every stronghold is a lie and a deceit. I'll repeat that. Every stronghold... That is maybe oppressing you. That has got you is a lie and a deceit. God has given us the weapons of our the weapons of our warfare. What mighty in God to pull these things down and cast them out in the name of Jesus Christ. And it goes on, uh, casting down arguments and every high thing that it exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So, church. It's, this is a very uh, interesting area because we believe with our heart and we got saved, but the mind takes a what takes training to submit to bring under submission under the Spirit of God. So this is our role, bring that mind under the submission of the Holy Spirit. Because when you start to open your ears and allow the Holy Spirit to come in your mind, not every demon of hell, not every person that doesn't know Christ, but allow the Spirit of God and His words to have an impact in your mind and your heart, and you will be a transformed person in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? His word says it. For the weapons of our warfare are mighty in pulling down strongholds. You know, people come up to me, you know, and they say this. That person, you know, he's been in that generation for years on drugs, He'll never break three. That's really, that's a stronghold, and that's a lie from the devil. I believe today every person can be delivered and set free from every drug, every addiction, every stronghold. Why? Because of the cross of Calvary. Hallelujah. Because of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The victory has been won. It's Christ that defeated the enemy. And that's why we look at the cross. I always say, I can't do this, but I'm going to look at the cross with the power, with the victories. Hallelujah. Amen, church? Because, you see, today so many people are taking their lives. Why? Because they're allowing the enemy to take control of their mind. But I'll tell you, the Bible says that the righteous will live by mind. No. The righteous shall live by faith. In Christ Jesus, every word that was spoken by Christ, every deed that was done on the cross was for your deliverance, was for your victory, was for your salvation. In Christ's name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. But we need to know in our minds, because the spirit's saved, but the mind's playing games, and that's where the battlefield is in our... In Romans 8, we'll read from um, 15 to 18, quick question, anyone here has fear? Don't don't be shy, we all face fear sometimes, okay, honest guy, praise God, somewhere along the line the enemy will come with his fear, now that's not from God and I'm going to share something. For he says, for you do not receive the spirit of bondage again, right, to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. We cry out now to our Father, Daddy, help us, Lord. Why? The spirit within, within us now. The next verse. The spirit himself bears witness with our spirit, right, not with our minds, but with our spirit, that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Hallelujah. Now, church, listen to this. When you receive Christ, God doesn't give you a spirit of bondage again to fear. He doesn't give you a spirit where you uh, worry and you stress. He's giving you a spirit of liberty, a spirit that can overcome and face every attack of the enemy. That's what Christ has given you. And it says, and he's made us heirs with God and joint heirs with Christ if indeed we suffer now. People say, oh, if you're in Christ, everything should be raised. No. We're going to go through some testing. We're going to go through some trials. We're going to go through something in this life. Why? Why not? Because I said it. Because Jesus said in this world, we will go through what? Hardship, trials persecution. People will hate you as they hated me. So, I'm thinking to myself, okay, we're going to face this. So, you get up in the morning, you go to work, the first thing someone swears at you, for no reason. Oh, you've cut me off. I go, did I cut him off? So, I'm thinking in my mind, did I cut this guy off? But he's gone off. Now, my mind say, stop the car and fix him up. Right? But my spirit say, bless him and pray for him so you get saved. See, church? The mind say, because it's the Greek Spartan in you, get out, sort him out, the Greek way, you know, that's the mind, but the Spirit of God says, love him, pray for him, forgive him, okay, Lord, okay, I have to do, but see, if we didn't have the mind of Christ, the first thing is, come on, let's have it, you know, but the Spirit of God brings the love, the peace, the gentleness, the self-control, amen, church, don't look at me funny, we've all done that, amen, you know, but I want to, I to tell you, church, if you don't allow the Spirit of God to work and control your mind you can't you're going to get yourself into into a lot of mess and trouble because Christ has done it all on the cross and if then if we are the children of God then we got to start ready living like the children of God we're not the children of the world any longer. We don't belong to the devil. We've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Christ didn't die on the cross so we could be defeated under bondage and under stronghold. Christ died that we could have the victory in his name and we could be a light to a lost generation and preach the truth and see people set free, delivered and healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It also says in Galatians 3.26... Already? For, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Listen, listen to this for a sec. You are all sons and daughters, of course, of God in Christ Jesus by your mind. No. See the mind sometimes say, look, the enemy enemy will come and say, Am I really saved? But I want to say this what does the word of God say? For you are sons of God through faith, through faith in Christ jesus hallelujah feel it or not sometimes if you made the decision you accept the christ start looking to the cross and thanking him like the message a few weeks ago was thank him for the god of our salvation hallelujah amen and uh the next verse that i wanted to read was um can we go to 29 harry the same verse the same chapter verse 29 I'm just throwing a few extra verses to get Harry, you know, more alert, more with it, you know, in the mind. So in verse Galatians 3.29. Hallelujah. See, church, it's very important to understand that you're saved by grace and that's not of ourselves. It is a gift of God by faith when you accept the Christ. And it's not how you feel. It's not how your mind tells you. It's the decision you made by faith in Christ that saved you because of Christ. And it goes on and says, And if you are in Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Hallelujah. See, church, let's read it again. And if you are in Christ, if you are Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So that means if I've accepted Christ, I'm the seed of Abraham. I've got all the blessings that the Lord talks about. I've got the victory. I've got the authority in Christ Jesus, not without Christ, to bring every thought, every attack, every feeling that is not from Christ into captivity and cast it out in the name of Jesus Christ. So then, if that refers to us, which he does, praise Jesus, then let's start living as the seed of Abraham. Amen? Let's start living as conquerors and victorious victorious in Christ Jesus. We are not defeated, we are not losers, but we have been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Put in your mind that you are a son and a daughter of the Most High God, that you are an ambassador, that you represent the Most High God, and you what, reconcile people back to God through Christ Jesus. That is our job. Put that in your mind and lock it in, and when the enemy comes, cast him out. Take them, go to the pit where you belong, because I've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And we, we all know the verse um, as in First John, as, uh, for the Gospel of John, sorry, 1 to 12, it says, As many as received him, I don't know if Harry's got that one, if as many as received him, he gave them the right. To become the children of God, those who believed in their mind, no, those who believed in His name. See, church, we've got to be careful because the enemy's done a good job. He's been around for a century, and he know, knows how to come and control your mind. But I want to tell you tonight, he's defeated. Christ came and defeated him on the cross. He wiped him out. Took all the rules and regulations that you can walk in the freedom the liberty in Christ Jesus, not under the bondage of the enemy, but under the, the law of the Spirit, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And we, I said before anyone who has fear tonight, I, I want later on to pray for you because. God has not given us a spirit of fear. We all right now, we can put it up, Harry, in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.7. Because this is very important, church. If you don't understand what Christ has done, and you haven't put that in your mind, the enemy's going to come and play games with your mind, and he's going to torment you. It says this, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and of a sound mind. See, church, you've got to understand this. The enemy works here. The battlefield is the mind. That is why when you're not going through a good time, the enemy will come and he'll steal your joy, he'll steal your your peace, he'll make a mess out of your life if you don't put Christ back into your mind and say, okay, I've got to handle this situation in Christ because if you don't, I'll tell you, you'll be like I was many years ago, in a mess, confused and depressed because I relied on this, this thing. And this thing let me down. But when I started to put my faith in the unchangeable character of Jesus Christ, and I looked on the cross, that's where I got the victory. That's where I got my peace. That's where I got my joy. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In um, Isaiah 26 verse 3, you want the perfect peace? You will keep you will keep him in perfect peace, whose ready mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Hallelujah. I'm gonna repeat that. Listen to this church. It says, You will keep you will keep him in perfect peace. The Lord will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you because what he trusts in you. Hallelujah. You understand the church? God will give you, will keep you in perfect peace, your mind, when your mind is what? Stayed on Him. Why? Because now you're trusting Him. You might look at the natural, this is impossible, but because you're trusting in Him, something's going to happen. Get ready, church. The Holy Spirit's going to come and intervene. He's the one who's going to give you the peace. He's the one who's going to give you the joy. He's the one who's going to give you the victory. Why? Because he's promised to you if you keep your mind not on the situation, not on the attacks, but on Christ himself and you trust in him, start to give him praise and glory and glorify his name because the victory is yours in Christ Jesus. Amen? It says, because he trusts in him. He trusts in him. Now, so I want to t- this is something interesting because The mind doesn't really want to trust in God because we are carnal. And the Bible says that the carnal mind cannot trust God. But now we're not carnal anymore, but we walk by the Spirit of God. And it's the Spirit within us that tells the mind, you've got to put your faith, you've got to trust in God. The mind comes back, oh, God, it's impossible. The Spirit says, trust in God. And you will get your result. Trust in God, and you will get the victory. How do I know that? The Word of God tells me. We quote this scripture so many times. Proverbs three five. We all know off by heart. Probably most of us here. Pastor Ross knows it off by heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. It's interesting how it says. Doesn't say trust in the Lord with all your mind, with all your heart, the inner being, right? The, inner part of you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on this, your own mind, your own understanding. What does it say? Next one. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, the computer's a little bit slight, in all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. That's what God desires of you. Number one, to trust Him. And number one, um, and and not lean on this but what lean on christ lean on his word and it says and he will in in all your ways acknowledge him so acknowledge christ and everything you do thank him praise him no matter how bad he might look just start to thank him acknowledge him and i'll tell you church he shall direct direct your path in christ jesus hallelujah you know my favorite verse and Is, and I'll close off with Jeremiah 17. This is, this is probably one of my favorite verses because it's got nothing to do with our performance, how good we are, um, our, my mind. It's got to do in one thing. Here it is. In Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 10. Right? Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Those words just himself to speak to you. You are blessed. Why? Not because of your mind, not because, because you've trusted in the Lord who said he's going to carry you through. Hallelujah. And whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spread which spreads out its roots by the river, and will not fear when he comes. But its leaves will be green, and will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will cease. From yielding fruit. See, when you trust in the Lord, this is what happens, church. You will be like a tree planted near the river that takes life. We'll begin taking life from Christ. The joy and the peace will be coming from nothing else but from him, from Christ himself. And it says, um, and will not fear. We've got fear tonight. Fear's got to go in the name of Jesus. Naturally, yes, yeah, sometimes we get scared, here. But that fear that controls people, that makes them do the wrong thing, that's got to go in the name of Jesus Christ. And it says that, and not to be anxious. Are we anxious? Sometimes, yes, we get in the flesh. These worries are that. But Christ, don't be anxious. He's got you covered. His Spirit's with you. His grace is enough. He's going to carry you through. Don't allow the enemy to come and say to your mind, God doesn't love you. You're not a child of God. You've blinded this area. You've blinded that. We've all blown it somewhere, but we've gone down to the cross and we've repented, church. We've repented and we've turned our way and now look to the enemy and say, devil, you have no more hold of me. My life is in Christ Jesus. I've been washed in the blood. I'm not a child of the enemy. I'm a child of the most high God, truly washed and cleansed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And it says, uh, "One not be anxious in the year of drought, of drought nor will cease from yielding fruit. And one more verse. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I the Lord search the heart, I test, ready? The mind, even to give every man according to his way, according to the fruit of his doing. So in other words, church, this is what God's telling us tonight. You are born of God's spirit. You're a child of God. Then stand up, rise up, and let your mind now be controlled, not by circumstance, not by the enemy, but by the spirit of the living God. Amen? And what is he telling you now? Trust him. That's all God requires of you. Trust in what he's done. Trust in his promises to you. Hold on, because when the enemy comes, he's going to come and lie to you. He's going to tell you, no good, you failed, you're not truly saved, you've never been a Christian. Why? He's done it to all of us. you know. And when you receive that lie, it starts to be a stronghold. And before you know it, you cannot go forward, because you believe the lie and the deceit of the devil. But I'm here to tell you now, if you truly want Jesus Christ as your Lord, then rise up. Come to the altar. Come in front and say, Father God, I need you more than anything as we sang that song. I need Christ to be my Lord, to be my Savior. And from this day forth, Lord, I've been bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. I do not belong to the enemy. I do not belong to the principalities of power. I do not belong to the familiar spirits. I belong to the family of the Most High God. I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's have the worship team come forward. So tonight, church, I want everyone, let's all stand. I want everyone to start to call upon his name tonight. In your mind, start to speak it out. Say, devil, you have no more hold over my mind, and we're going to share. We're going to pray together in a minute as we as we worship tonight. After this song, we're going to pray together because why, church? I want to see God's people set free and delivered. Amen. I want to see God's people walking in victory, not in defeat. For too long, the church has been asleep. For too long, the enemy has come with all his lies, his deceit, and he's made the church the body of Christ weak but I'm here to tell you in Christ Jesus that you are strong because of Jesus Christ you are more than conqueror in Christ Jesus you're more you're a victor you're victorious in Christ Jesus so don't let the enemy come and lie and deceive you as we worship tonight let's open our hearts and let's tell this mind that you must come under the submission of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name hallelujah thank you for connecting with us we would love the chance of staying We want to help you find your next steps in life with vision and purpose through Jesus Christ. If you haven't already, you can jump onto our website at allnationswestend.com to find out more.